0: Bold strategy. Don't think it's good. So, did you? Kate asks as we watch them climb into the car and drive off, the burning curiosity evident in her voice. No, I snapped irritably, hoping that will halt the questions. We head back into the apartment. You obviously did, though. I can't contain my envy. Kate always manages to ensnare men? hate that unless she's actually fable trapping them in a net yeah, also that I was gonna go for like taking her, hit them down to the Barrows and like bringing him out to fucking unseelie courts <sighs> she is irresistible beautiful, sexy, funny forward, gay, all the things that I'm not, also <clears> gay <throat> but her answering grin is infectious and I'm seeing him again this evening. She claps her hands and jumps up and down like a small child.
1: <sighs> Ew.
0: She cannot contain her excitement and happiness, and I can't help but feel happy for her. A happy Kate. This is going to be interesting, because what? I personally prefer my friends to be really sad all the time. Ugh. Christian is taking me to Seattle this evening, Seattle. Yes. Maybe you will then. Why are you so excited about this man who kidnapped your friend? Oh, I hope so. You like him then? Yes. Like him enough to dot, 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 question mark. Yes. She raises like her, him her and her absolutely pounded out <laughs> She raises her eyebrows. Wow, Anna Steele, finally falling for a man, and it's Christian Grey, hot, sexy billionaire. Oh yeah, it's all about the money. It
1: should be! It is! It literally is, though. Like, if he was just some schmuck she met on the street, she would never give him a second glance.
0: No! (sighs) Don't worry, he's beautiful, you guys. Beautiful. Delicious. Delicious. (laughs) Delicious. Oh, <laughs> no, this joke is not going to make any sense at this like <laughs> <laughs> earlier point. I mean, though,
1: I couldn't stop myself. <laughs> it kind of does, though, because
0: dear, re- dear listeners, it, that's still the description you
1: ever get of any meal ever eaten in this book.
0: Or Delicious. any Christian ever described. He's just, he's beautiful. He's really beautiful. beautiful. Wow, he's beautiful. He has he's got such long not. fingers. He has a sculptured mouth. <laughs> <and> he can't <laughs> touching it. Burning grey eyes uh, I smirk and we both fall into a fit of giggles (laughs) Is that a new blouse, she asks and I let her have all of the unexciting details about my night Has he kissed you? Has he kissed you yet, she asks as she makes coffee I blush Once, once, she scoffs I nod, rather shamed-faced He's very reserved She frowns that's odd. I don't think odd covers it, really, I murmur. <laughs> we need to make sure you're simply irresistible for this evening, she says with determination. I, I don't like that. Oh no, this sounds like it will be time consuming, humiliating, and painful. So I have to be do at some work- BDSM stuff. Yay. I have to be at work in an hour. I can work with that time frame. Come on. Kate grabs my hand and takes me into her bedroom. Uh, truly. Uh, I think I can pass it off here since we have four of us now and I don't have to read as much.
1: I'll go. Okay. The day drags at Clayton's even though we're busy. We've hit the summer season so I have to spend two hours restocking the shelves once the shop is closed. It's mindless work and it gives me too much time to think. I've not really had a chance all day. Under Kate's tireless and frankly intrusive instruction, my legs and underarms are shaved to perfection, my eyebrows plucked, and I am buffed all over. It has been a most unpleasant experience. But she assures me that this is what men expect these days. What else will he expect? I have to convince Kate that this is what I want to do. For some strange reason, she doesn't trust him, maybe because he's so stiff and formal. She says she can't put her finger on it, but I have promised to text her when I arrive in Seattle. I haven't told her about the helicopter. She'd freak. I also have the Jose issue. He's left three messages and seven missed calls on my cell. He's also called home twice. Kate has been very vague as to where I am. He'll know she's covering for me. Kate doesn't do vague. But I have decided to let him stew. I'm still too angry with him. Christian mentioned some kind of written paperwork, and I don't know if he was joking or if I'm going to have to sign something. It's so frustrating trying to guess. And on top of all the angst, I can barely contain my excitement or my nerves. Tonight's the night. After all this time, am I ready for this? My inner goddess glares at me, tapping her small foot impatiently. She's been ready for this for years. Um, here's the, the thing. thing. She hasn't been. Cr- like Anna has been asexual until this point in time. She has mm-hmm. not been ready for this. She has never experienced any sexual interest in any man in her entire life up until like yesterday. So that's a lie. And she's ready for anything with Christian Grey. Anything, that's what you'd think. But I- <laughs> But I still don't understand what she, what he sees in me, Mousy Anna Steele. It makes no sense. He is punctual, of course, and waiting for me when I leave Clayton's.
0: Mousie is misspelled, by the way.
1: Yeah, it is. Sure is. He climbs out of the back of the Audi to open the door, and he smiles warmly at me. Good evening, <sighs> Miss Steele. He says, "Mr. Gray." I nod politely to him as I climb into the back seat of the car. Taylor is sitting in the driver's seat. "Hello, Taylor," I say. Good evening, Miss Steele. His voice is polite and professional. Christian climbs in the other side and clasps my hand, giving it a gentle squeeze that I feel all the way through my body. How was work, he asks. Very long, I reply, and my voice is husky, too low and full of need. Ew.
0: (laughs) Very long. Like like she wants his dick to be, am I right? (laughs) Bold of you to assume Anastasia Steele has any preconceived notions of what her ideal dick looks like.
1: Yeah, that's true. Yes, it's been a long day for me, too. His tone is serious. What did you do? I manage. I went hiking with Elliot. His thumb strokes my knuckles back and forth, and my heart skips a beat as my breathing accelerates. How does he do this to me? He's only touching a very small area of my body, and the hormones are flying.
0: I, too, remember what it's like to be 13 and have a person you're interested in touch you for the first
1: time. Uh Uh-huh. The drive to the heliport is short, and before I know it, we arrive. I wonder where the fabled helicopter might be. We're in a built-up area of the city, and even I know helicopters need space to take off and land. Taylor parks, climbs out, and opens my car door. Christian is beside me in an instant and takes my hand again. Ready, he asks. I nod and want to say, for anything, but I can't articulate the words as I'm too nervous, too excited. Taylor. Taylor. He nods curtly at his driver, and we head into the building, straight to a set of elevators. Elevator? The memory of our kiss this morning comes back to haunt me. I've thought of nothing else all day, daydreaming at the register at Clayton's. Twice Mr. Clayton had to shout my name to bring me back to Earth. To say I've been distracted would be the understatement of the year. Christian glances down at me, a slight smile on his lips. Ha, he's thinking about it, too.
0: This it's is terrible. Like yes, You, don't, really you don't even know that he's thinking that, by the way. like Just because somebody looks at you, you can't be like, Aha, I know what you're thinking. But Anastasia Steele is fucking omnipotent,
1: I guess. Yeah, apparently. Mm-hmm. It's only three floors, he says dryly, his gray eyes dancing with amusement. He's telepathic, surely. It's spooky. <laughs> <sighs> you're just very easy to read because you're dumb. And don't know when you're
0: biting your own fucking lip.
1: I try to keep my face impassive as we enter the elevator. The door is closed and it's there, the weird electrical attraction cl- crackling between us, enslaving me. I close my eyes in a vain attempt to ignore it. He tightens his grip on my hand and five seconds later the doors open to the roof of the building. And there it is, a white helicopter with the name Gray Enterprises, Gray Enterprises Holdings Incorporated. Like, I haven't said that enough times in my life. Written in blue with the company logo on the side Surely this Juno is the Juno has to
0: read a lot of emails property. later
1: on A lot of games. emails Just a lot, a lot, a lot of Fucking emails <laughs> A fucking lot of emails Just so Every many emails Every single one of them sucks Yeah, they're there's so not a good one <laughs> among them Yeah, they're all pretty fucking bad <sighs> My email trauma <laughs> <laughs> He leads me to a small office where an old timer sits behind the desk. Old timer? Old timer. Old okay. timer. <laughs>
0: old timer. I think we we commented on this in like the original recording, too. It's like, old timer. dop a dop a Like,
1: Okay, well, strange.
0: It's a strange thing
1: to just call a person. Here's your flight plan, Mr. Gray. All external checks are done. It's ready and waiting, sir. You're free to go. Thank you, Joe. Christian smiles warmly at him. Oh, someone deserving of the polite treatment from Christian. Perhaps he's not an employee. Well, that's rude. If you're be employees, you're a fucking horrible person, you fucking asshole. I I stare at the old guy in awe. Let's go, Christian says, and we make our way toward the helicopter. When we're up close, it's much bigger than I thought. I expected it to be a roadster version for two, but it has at least seven seats. Christian opens the door and directs me to one of the seats at the very front sit don't touch anything he orders as he clambers in behind me and it just he feels- grabs a
0: hold of the flight stick and like slams <laughs> the door,
1: crashes the yeah. helicopter
0: into the office and just murders joe
1: end of book he shuts the door with a slam i'm glad the area is floodlit otherwise i'd find it difficult to see inside the small cockpit
0: man almost I- like somebody designed it like that or something like there's a little bit of forethought into how this fucking helipad was put together right
1: I sit down in my allotted seat, and he crouches beside me to strap me into the harness. It's a four-point harness with all the straps connecting to one central buckle, because that's so relevant. He tightens both of the upper straps so I can hardly move. He's so close and intent on what he's doing. If I could only lean forward, my nose would be in his hair. He smells, comma, clean, fresh, heavenly, but I'm fastened securely into my seat and effectively immobile.
0: See, this is what really turns E.L. James on. I pointed this out the first time we recorded this, but this is the first bondage scene in the book. Yeah. And it fucking super mega ultra sucks. (laughs) And I fucking hate it. And it's not sexy. And it's actually really quite... Anna's reaction indicates that she is not enjoying
1: this. No, she thinks it sucks. Yeah. He glances up and smiles like he's enjoying his usual private joke, his gray eyes heated. He's so tantalizingly close. I hold my breath as he pulls at one of the upper straps. You're secure, no escaping, he whispers. His eyes are scorching. Breathe, Anastasia, he adds softly. Reaching up, he caresses my cheek, running his long fingers down to my chin. What <laughs> oh, <laughs> she grasps. I know you read that. <laughs> she grasps between his long thumb and long forefinger.